Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. Or if you're just joining us today for the first time, my name is Jennifer and I'm one of your hosts on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. I think you're in for a real treat today. Today's interview is with Michael Krimkow of Inspire Therapy for Sleep Apnea. Corey and I have had the chance to work with Michael over the past year in a partnership capacity for one of our ear, nose, and throat clients. We meet maybe once per quarter and every time we do, it always pays dividends. That's because we're all in it for the same thing, to help the practice. In less than an hour, Michael gets us graphics, news stories, testimonials, breaking trends, ideas for social media, and just about anything else we can use to help market, market the practice, and at pretty much zero cost to the practice. So many practices partner with companies like Inspire, but rarely take advantage of their turnkey marketing solutions. In today's conversation, Michael shares some real-world insight into achieving partnerships that work and how you can use them to help market your practice. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to Corey for today's interview with Michael Krimkow of Inspire Therapy for Sleep Apnea. All right. Well, thanks, Jen, and thank you, Michael, for joining us today. No, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem. So uh, let's jump right in and talk a little bit about the importance of practices establishing and maintaining relationships with, with vendors and, and suppliers. So. First, for our listeners, why don't you describe your role a little bit for those that um, aren't 100% sure what an uh, area manager actually is. Uh, sure, Corey. Um, wh- what I do is basically cover you know, a large geographical area, and my job is to bring you know, not only um, devices that are implanted, but also work with the hospitals and offices on you know, marketing strategies and development of, you know, this patient population. So we will continue to add people and resources and um, on a daily basis reach out and work with the offices on driving um, new therapies. Yeah, and, and that is, I think, the key that we want to focus in for today is, you know, those resources and those people and just what you're at actually able to offer some of the offices that you partner with. And, and so here at DrMarketingTips.com, we're kind of all about the marketing side. So can you just briefly tell us a little bit about how experienced you are yourself with marketing? Sure. Um, one thing that we found you know, in various um, stages is that having turnkey marketing um, it saves time. The practices, it gives us a a relationship that we're, you know, building back and forth and, um, you know, everything from photos to newsprint ads to um, any of the descriptions about the devices, um, email, social media. Uh, We actually have several people that do nothing but marketing and it allows us to deliver a kind of a turnkey approach to the offices that we're working with. Yeah, and I think that is is so, so important that you are basically giving these practices 
the answers to the test, if you will. You've got the the art created, you've got the social media posts written up, you've got the news releases already done. Um, so ha have you seen that this is really having an impact on practices? Have you seen this work? Yes, and, you know, I'd, I'd like to give credit, you know, to everyone that's involved, you know, not only from, the, you know, the office side, um, you know, working with folks like you and Jennifer, um, we, we really see not only kind of an internal awareness take place, you know, starting at the office level, and then you'll see in the community how the information gets out, and it's it, it's really great to see kind of the seed planted and, um, you know, everyone's taking care of it, whether it's you or a practice administrator or someone from, you know, our company in marketing. We're, we're in constant collaboration of the materials that we have. Yeah, and I just, you know, working with you guys and some other suppliers and vendors and things like that, I feel like, um, in my experience anyway, it's almost like you guys become an extension of the team because, you know, if I need something or if a practice administrator needs something, you know, you're a quick call or um, email away. And, and this is, I think, a resource that a lot of folks are, are missing out on. Right. Nope. Nope. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it's a a program really that we're you know helping to create, and you know it's kind of a sprint and a marathon. And along the way, to your point, um, you know we do try to you know build that partnership, and we do become an extension as you know representatives that go back out into the community. Um, it's made aware, you know. The, the customers around us that are, you know, participating with the therapy. So, you know, as I make my rounds in the Florida area, they know, you know, the customers that I work with in each area. So it's, it's, it's been really great so far. Yeah, and, and it's uh, another benefit is, like you said, you know, you're basically at that point acting almost as a representative in, in a way for the practice. And, you know, so if you're successful, then the practice is successful and everyone is kind of buoyed up together. Absolutely. Yeah. Even um, um, the role that I'm in, sometimes there's actually that position in hospitals. It's kind of like a physician liaison role. And it's funny because I actually do the job of a physician liaison to go out and tell them about, you know, new products and technologies that are available without actually having the position. So it's kind of nice to be able to work just to raise awareness for the practice as a whole. Yeah, and I would argue that there's there's a distinct advantage in that as well, um, you know, depending on your perspective, because you've got the clinical background, you know, where some of, of the physician liaisons, they may not. So you can go in there and you can really kind of walk the walk, the walk and talk the talk, you know? Yeah, it, uh, it, it does help um, that, you know, the partners and, you know, in my training that, um, you know, as we start to, to look at these different offices, we know the strengths that we have and, you know, the clinical training that we've had over the years, so it does allow us to go in and um, speak the same language, if you will. Right, right, right. So we've all kind of, you know, and I'm speaking from experience here, I'm not going to name names, but we know um, that sometimes administrators and, uh, you know, office staff in general, they're, they're not the biggest fan of vendors and suppliers or they won't, they won't even take a meeting or they only have, you know, one hour a month where, you know, you, you guys are allowed to talk back and forth. Um, so what is the best way for 
practice managers to go about fostering these relationships and and if they don't have any what can they do well I, I mean, I think, I mean, the most valuable commodity that all of us share is time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I would ask is that if the practice administrator, even if it was a 15-minute or 30-minute window just to sit down and listen. Some companies, you know, may may not um, kind of reciprocate with, you know, the marketing resources or they don't have the capabilities but in 15 minutes, I know an example um, that you and I both know that very quickly we realized by partnering there was no recreation of the wheel. Um, so very thoughtful, strategic um, meetings. Um, again, going back to time, but the time saved on the back end by taking the meeting with us, um, I, I think we'll pay you know huge dividends from the time that could be spent on recreating ads or, you know, having to come up with B-roll for, um, you know, news stories. Yeah, definitely. And, and like you said, you know, um, Michael and I met recently uh, uh, to work with a, a client of ours, and um, we quickly found out that every time that we needed a resource, he was basically ready to go with it, he and his team. Um, so, it, it, like he said, it saved us a lot of, of time, a lot of money, and um, really, you know, a, a lot of effort. So I find that these partnerships are in, incredibly useful and incredibly successful. So uh, with that, I, I kind of want to ask a, an additional question there before we switch gears too much. Is it ever too late for a practice administrator to try and establish uh, one of these relationships, in your opinion? No, I think there's, you know, there's a certain amount of time that, you know, I'll tell you, sales and marketing um, field representatives that they will, you know, continue to kind of constantly um, be present, if you will. And I would encourage, you know, if someone hasn't started that relationship or they think, you know what, I've, I've probably missed the boat, um, I, I would say that's when you definitely open up the time and have the representative back in to see, you know, what things might be available. And I, I really believe at the end of the day, um, there's a lot of things that can be uncovered and implemented so easily with minimal effort, like you said. Um, so I would just encourage that they take a couple minutes out of their schedule um, just to realize that not all the companies may do this, but if you find a couple that do, um, it would really um, augment the things that are going on um, within the practice. Yeah, and I want to expand on that for just a second. Yeah, we're not saying that you need to go out and have, you know, a dozen of these or, you know, for every uh, company or vendor that you work for, you need something like this. But, you know, it, it is very helpful to have a couple of your key service lines represented here. And, uh, you know, we've all kind of been in that position where you, um, you know, you're sitting on one side of your computer and maybe you get a couple of emails from a representative and, if you don't respond or you don't take the meeting, they kind of stop. But if you were to, you know, dig through the inbox and find one of those and reach back out, I think the representative would be more than happy to go ahead and, and um, pick up where they left off and schedule that meeting again. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That's what we're hoping. Yeah, exactly. So if, um, if a, let's say, a practice administrator, they've got one of these relationships, but they uh, have kind of let it fall by the wayside. So they're 
they're somewhere between not having one at all and not using one to its fullest potential. Do you have any tips there to go about really kind of um, fostering and, and growing a relationship with a representative? Yeah, I think I, I think at that point, Corey, they could you know reach out to the representative and really inquire about you know past experiences, what's new. Um, there's there's a lot of great ways to you know kind of ask to be part of the team again, if you will. And it, it really is the, you know, I think the practice administrator taking that step forward just to say, you know what, let's at least see what you have. And, again, I think um, you'll find with a lot of companies is that there's, there's a little bit of something that, again, will just optimize what a good team is. And that's, you know, as I'm looking at hiring people onto my team, you want to look at the team that you have as well and, if you can identify someone who can come do things that lessen the load for other staff and, you know, bring quality and represent the practice well, I mean, it's a win-win for both groups. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, like we've mentioned before, it, it this partnership can supplement, you know, uh, budget and creative material and, and time and contacts and the list just kind of, it goes on and on and on. So, um, with that said, we're running just a, a little bit short on time. So before I let you go, I wanted to ask if, if there's one thing that people could take away from this particular podcast about establishing relationships, uh, what would that be? I would say just inquire and continue to inquire with you know every new vendor that comes into the office, um, the opportunity that you know that you and I've discussed and the assets available. Um, the turnkey, easy to contact um, type person; those are out there, and I would just encourage you know everyone to work with you know someone like yourself and Jennifer and that practice administrator, you know to really find and vet out um, these companies that that make this available. Yeah, it never hurts to ask, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> so. Uh, Michael, before I let you go, um, if people wanted to find out a little bit more about you and Inspire, where can they go? Um, they can go to www.inspiresleep.com, and uh, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Nice, Instagram. You don't hear that one too much, but we're going to be talking about that in a future episode, so I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, thanks so much. All right, thank you, Michael. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Corey, great interview today. And Michael, thank you so much for joining us here on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. It has been a pleasure this last year getting to know you a little bit better and working on um, developing our relationship with one of our mutual friends, um, one of the practices that we both work with. So Corey, as we're talking about the power of relationships and using these partnerships to really drive practice for the marketing, I was taken by one thing that you said, and um, you, you basically said that essentially, um, these types of companies are giving the answers to the test to the practices that you're working with. What do you mean by that? Well, these the vendor companies, obviously, they want you as a practice to succeed just as much as they want to succeed. So, you know, they're really there to act as a resource, um, not only for, for marketing, but really for any kind of like ancillary services that you need. And that can be, you know, oftentimes they have brochures already made up. They've got 
videos you can put on your website. They've got uh, marketing budgets that you can tap into to maybe do like some Google advertising or some social advertising, things like that. And, uh, you know, they're really just trying to help you succeed as much as possible. And when you are not taking advantage of these things, it's like walking in, into an exam and not having, you know, studied it all when you could have the answer sheet right there. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, it blows me away sometimes when the practices that we're working with are working with these device companies like Michael's and they're not actually leaning on those partnerships because if you just take a couple of minutes, like Michael was saying, and you sit down, um, even if it's just 15 minutes, um, you can just, it pays dividends for months and months. I think when we sat down with Michael a couple months back, you know, he sat there and he gave us B-roll. He gave us advertising pieces that were already approved. He gave us ideas for social media. I mean, how long did you use that stuff? Well, we're still using it. Uh, you know, it, it's, it just kind of keeps on living through the website and through some of the social media and things like that that we're doing. And, you know, sometimes it is hard to say, I just I don't want to spend the half an hour with this, this vendor. I don't really know them and I don't know what they're going to give me. But it, it's so worth it to put in that time. You'll save it on the back end easily. Well, and the entire point of working with these vendors, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the practices need to make money. The doctors need to make money. And, you know, hopefully the vendors make money. And, um, you know, we're all on the same page same team as Michael was saying you know sometimes he's in the hospital setting and he's the physician liaison for the practice he's working with and I mean just taking that couple of minutes to get to know your vendors and, and where you can help each other I think that's something that pays dividends for years to come yeah what is that saying the the tide rises together right so, something like that where rising tide floats all boats whatever that is is, <laughs> is what we're trying to get at you know if, if if they are succeeding then you are too and vice versa no, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, the, the kind of the takeaways that Michael left us with that I really thought about is, um, you know, because we're all being inundated every single day. Somebody's trying to take a piece of our time. And he said, you know, we all have limited resources and time is the number one limited resource. But if you were going to go out there and maximize these relationships, you know, his advice was advice that you can take to the bank. And one is that he said, it's never too late to go through your inbox or to listen to your voicemails and identify those partnerships that you could nurture a little bit more. And then he said, you know, even if you just take 15 minutes to sit down with that vendor, that potentially that will pay dividends for years to come. And um, finally he said, you know, and this is the part that I think resonates with the practices that we work with, is if you take that 15 minutes, it's going to lighten your load and it's going to lighten your staff's load because you're essentially going to take these these partners and let them go out there and market your practice. So if I took anything from this, it's that, you know, relationships and partnerships maximized will help um, increase the effectiveness of your marketing overall. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And the thing is, you know, I mean, when it comes down to it, nobody wants to do more work. But when you work with these vendors, that's the, the great benefit is you don't have to. They've got everything for you. So you don't really have to create any work for yourself. You're not creating any work for them or your staff because it's already done. That's right. And everybody makes money and everybody's happy. So I, I think that's probably it for today. Again, Michael, thank you so much for joining us today on the Dr. Marketing Tips podcast. And Corey, great job. And until next time, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate 
even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders. 